everybody. I'm really excited to be here today. My name is Dr. Katie Burney. I'm a clinical psychologist and an assistant professor at the University of Calgary. And I'm also assistant scientific director of an organization called Solutions for Kids in Pain, or SKIP, which is really focused on making sure that we get the best information about how to prevent and manage pain in kids into the hands of people who can use it every day. Uh, so we're here today to talk about Alberta Health Services Commitment to Comfort, which is an approach that means every person throughout the province who's getting the COVID vaccine has the best support for how to prevent and manage pain from vaccinations. So I'm here today with Everett. So Everett, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Everett and I'm 15 years old and I live in Calgary. Awesome. Thanks for joining me today, Everett. I know the COVID vaccine has rolled out to lots of people, uh, maybe people in your family, maybe some of your grandparents or parents or aunts and uncles, and we're really moving towards kind of rolling it out and starting to roll it out to teens. We want to talk about how do we make it the most comfortable possible um, for teens and what are some of the things you're thinking about and, and your friends? What do you want to know? Well, I want to know what to do before I go get my needle, like preparing uh, before going. Yeah, it, it's important to think about it ahead of time, because if we can make a plan about all the strategies we're going to use, then you're going to be ready to use them right in the moment. And starting to think about it right even after your COVID vaccine is booked is, is really important. One of the things you can do is just learn about all the different strategies, like what we're talking about today. So you're already preparing, even by having this conversation. Um, but a really important one we can use is something called numbing cream. Um, have you heard of numbing cream before? Yeah, and I've used it and it works really well. Awesome. It's great to hear. It's been helpful for you. What it is, is it's actually a kind of cream you can just buy at the pharmacy. You don't need a prescription for it, um, but you do have to ask the pharmacist, but you don't need a prescription for it. And you put it on the spot um, where the needle is going to go and how it works is it actually just numbs your skin. So when the needle goes into your skin, it helps to prevent any pain uh, from feeling that. The important thing to know is that you need, depending on what kind you get, you need to put it on anywhere from 20 minutes before you go get your needle up to an hour. So it is something that's really important to plan about. I am also wondering what to do when you arrive at the immunization clinic. Yeah, when you're on your way in the car, when you're waiting in line, and I don't know, Everett, have you ever gotten a vaccine at school before? Yeah, I have. Yeah, and so, you know, it's there's some similarities, there are some differences, but there's some similarities in that you might have to wait in line for a little bit, and you might be in a space where, you know, you can see other people who are getting um, vaccinated or immunized um, before it's your turn as well. Uh, and sometimes people find they feel a bit nervous ahead of time. Um, I don't know. Does that ever happen for you, Everett? I have actually never felt nervous over a needle before. Ah, okay. Well, we're going to talk about um, because act we're going to talk about that afterwards. Because actually, being nervous about needles is actually more common than people think. But have you ever felt nervous in any other part of your life before? I felt nervous before playing sports, like if we have a big game or big race or something. And I know a lot of teens do feel nervous before big things like needles. Yeah, for sure. And what kinds of things have you found helpful in those moments? I felt deep breathing helpful, or I felt like going on my phone is helpful for a distraction. 
Yeah, you're totally spot on. Those are both strategies that can help us um, around needles and vaccines as well, whether we're feeling nervous or even if we don't feel nervous, both of those strategies can also help to prevent any pain from the needle. So taking some deep belly breaths into your body, slowing down your breathing, but also distracting yourself. So if you can bring your headphones when you're waiting in line or when you're actually getting the vaccine itself, um, you could be listening to some of your favorite music. Um, you could be playing a game. I bet you've got games on your phone, you know, favorite ones. You could even be texting with people as long as your arm where you're getting the needle can be rested and relaxed on your body, um, making sure you're sitting comfortably in the chair. But ways to distract our mind um, and relax our body are really, really helpful. And I know that there's two needles. What can I do after the fact? Yeah, so there are two needles for most of the COVID vaccines that are available right now. So it is, there are things we can do. How we remember the first time around actually makes a difference for how the second one goes. So you can use all of these strategies anytime you get a needle, um, but also remembering what went well, um, you know, like look around where you are. What are some of the posters you see? You know, what was the weather like that day? How did you get there? Even remembering some of the simple details or what game you were playing can actually make it less painful and less uh, stressful the next time you go for the second one. Okay, thank you. And does how we talk to our friends make a difference on how they think of the new? Yeah, so we were talking earlier about, um, you said you're not afraid of needles, but you know, um, that some uh, teens and kids are, and it's actually about 30 to 60% uh, of kids and teens that report being at least a little bit afraid of needles. Um, but some uh, kids and teens are so afraid of needles that they actually, even just us talking about it today, would cause them to kind of panic and, and get really distressed. Um, so I just want to say it's actually more normal than we talk about, right? It's not something we usually talk about with our friends. Um, but if someone's listening and they are a bit nervous about getting a needle, it's, it's actually pretty common. Um, and so one of the things when we talk about it with our friends uh, after the fact, um, it's just really talking about what went well, you know, focus on the things that went really well for you, focus on the strategies that you've used, share that numbing cream work, share what game you played, you know, be proud um, of, of getting it. Um, and then if any friends are feeling nervous, they're more likely to feel confident um, about being able to go and get the vaccine themselves too. And I'll just say for those people who are really, really, really afraid of needles, that like five to 10%, we'll put some strategies and some resources in the, in the um, links with the podcast. Um, so people can check those out too, because there's some extra special things you can use if you're someone who tends to faint with needles or if you're someone who tends to kind of feel really panicked. I also wanted to know what were what are the long-term effects and where are good places to find information? Yeah, there's so many questions, right, Everett, about COVID, about the COVID vaccine. So it's a great question to ask. And I think one of the things I'll share is, um, you know, these science is pretty phenomenal. <laughs> you know, we've made a new vaccine and new vaccines much more quickly than other vaccines have been created before. But there's a really, really um, safe process to make sure and really rigorous process to make sure that vaccines are safe to use. Because these vaccines are new, we're looking at that safety really, really closely. We don't know what the real long-term effects are, of course, you know, 10 or 20 years down the road, because the COVID vaccines haven't been around that long, but they're based on a lot of good science about how to create safe vaccines. 
that are, you know, have been used to create some of the other vaccines that have been around for a long, long time. But there's a lot of information out there, right? Some of it's really good. Mm. Um, and actually, there's a lot of what we call misinformation out there, information that's not based on science. It's not based on facts. So where we go to look for information is really important. Some good places to look are obviously the Alberta Health Services website. Um, there's organizations called Immunize Alberta and Immunize Canada. And of course, the Public Health Agency of Canada all have really good up-to-date science-based information. But I'm guessing you're a bit like a lot of teens and probably spend some time on social media. So some other good things to look up on social media is a group called Science Up First or hashtag Science Up First. And they're a group based in Canada. They're actually started, have some people here in Alberta, which are really focused on making sure that the right and most accurate information about COVID and the COVID vaccine um, is out there. So you can check out hashtag Science Up First. And if you're on different social media platforms and you want to learn more strategies to manage pain or fear from needles or vaccines, you can look up the hashtag, it doesn't have to hurt for lots of great information. And we'll put a bunch of links in the podcast notes uh, for people too. Okay. Thanks so much for your time today, Everett. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Talk to you soon.